The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Some good news at last for hard pressed people. Up to 70,000 homes could benefit from surplus renewable energy to heat their water cylinders absolutely free under an initiative being rolled out by Energy Cloud, a new social enterprise supported by Airgrid, by energy suppliers and by other stakeholders. Now, to explain how all of this works in practice, I'm joined by Laura McDonnell, Head of Communications and Policy at Cluid Housing, and by Derek Roddy, co-founder of Energy Cloud. Good morning and welcome to you both. So let's start with you, Derek. How does this whole thing work? Thanks, Pat. Yeah, it's actually fairly straightforward, Pat. Um, I'll give you an example. Last night in Ireland, we have a huge amount of wind farms and at night time we had too much energy, too much wind. And what happens, uh, Airgrid have to send a signal to those wind farms to just basically switch off because we don't have enough demand for that energy last night. So, I mean, those wind farms, it would cost them nothing to, to keep them turning, Absolutely nothing. Um, It's not going to damage the turbines. So they instead have to feather the turbines to stop them from turning, to stop generating electricity. That's basically it. It's a global phenomenon that when it's windy, you have lots of wind and lots of energy. And when it's not, you don't. So the question is, how do you balance that problem? Now, they still have to have uh, gas turbines turning to balance the grid, don't they? They can't say, well, we've loads of wind last night. We'll just shut everything off and use wind alone. Yes, and in fairness to Ireland Inc and Airgrid and ESB, we've done an amazing job at getting that level up to about 80%. So last night, 80% of our energy was coming from wind turbines. And still, there was a potential surplus that would have powered how many houses, did you say? 270,000 homes last night (laughs) could have had their hot water tank heated up for free. My goodness. So, uh, what is happening? Because we're we're dealing with a pilot programme, but ultimately it could be a very big programme. Explain what's going on at the moment. Yeah, so on the ground, Pat, what's unique about Energy Cloud, it's a consortium of all the key stakeholders from the wind farm right to the home. And Laura here um, this morning, Laura represents Cluid, um, who have 10,000 properties. And what we're trying to do is give those residents in Cluid this energy for free. All right. Now, we'll explain some of the downstream technology that's involved in that in, in a moment. But I should talk to Laura then about Cluid. What is exactly you do in Cluid? Yeah, so Cluid Housing is an approved housing body. So we provide social housing for residents from the local authorities housing list. Um, and what we're interested in is obviously ensuring that our residents have manageable energy bills and we're looking at ways to assist them with those. Mm. And that's why we're interested in the Energy Cloud now, Initiative. Are you landlords? We're landlords, yeah. Okay, so, so you maintain your stock. Yeah, we do. You don't sell it off to... No, we people. don't. No, as a social landlord, we maintain that stock. That That's part of our social mission is that when people get a home with us, that's their home for life. Now, tell me about who qualifies for a Cluid home. So it would be people that are on the local authority's housing list. So Clue don't manage that list. The local authority assigns people to come into our homes. So we'd be working very closely with local authorities in terms of demand in their area and ensuring that we're trying to match there to the households on their list. Now, what about income levels? I mean, do you have any input into that or is that again the local authorities? No, that would be decision? the local authorities and they would um, manage. So there would be a differential rent system. So the yeah. different local authorities would have different rent systems. So how we're involved 
involved is that we just have to liaise with those local authorities and making sure we're charging their rents for our now, residents. You'd like to get free electricity um, when it is available for your tenants, isn't that so? Absolutely. Fuel poverty is a huge issue for people across Ireland. I think the latest ESRI said over half a million people were suffering in fuel poverty. So that means they're spending 10% of their income on on their energy bills. So with our residents, obviously, there's a huge number that would be impacted by that. And we would definitely like to assist them in terms of tackling that. And also there's the environmental piece as well. Sure. Now, uh, how many are benefiting in the pilot programme? So at the moment, we have 250 rolled out, but there's a thousand in process at the moment. Um, over these couple Are they of all days, clued? They're all clued, yeah. So it's clued involved in, in the pilot. So at the moment, we're actually increasing that um, up to a thousand. And we're in Louth, Monaghan and Wexford today. There's a rollout happening for the installation. Right. And now it doesn't mean that you get free power every night. And if the wind doesn't blow, you don't get it at all. No, but our residents who are involved in the pilot are really excited about it because they have an app on their phone that will get a message when it's going to be windy that night. They'll be notified in advance. Watch out. Looks like it's going to be windy tonight. So prepare. So that's why our residents can sort of manage their hot water then. So if they see that wind is coming in, they can switch off their immersion because they know they're going to get a free hot water tank. So they're, they're handed that control. So you get the text when the weather forecast is suggesting, because, I mean, the turbines may be turning busily all day, but that power is being used for the the normal electricity market. Yeah. But then you know there will be surplus tonight. So you get the text, switch off the immersion immediately. (laughs) Well, that's what they infer from that text is it looks like it's windy. So we have people looking out their windows hoping for a windy evening. Now, now the question then, I go, go back to Derek about what happens in the home. I mean, is there a device that then can automatically switch on an immersion that is now switched off. Yeah, actually, um, Pat, we had the minister at the launch recently in a house in Jobstown and we were going through how the technology actually works. And it's quite simple. We take off your old bat sink immersion switch, the old mechanical switch, and we put a new digital switch that basically has an internet connection so that we can remotely dial in and, and switch on that device. That's actually how it works. So last night, for example... Um, we would have switched on as soon as we hit midnight and we knew there was curtailment. We get a signal from Aerogrid, so we know from Aerogrid's dashboard that there's curtailment happening. And we remotely switch on these immersions. The tank fills up and the device switches off. We know so, ex- so it measures when the, the temperature has been reached, the tank is full, it switches off. And we know exactly the amount of kilowatt hours that went into the tank. So we know last night Pat Kenny got 3.6 kilowatt hours of energy into his tank. Laura got 2.8 kilowatt hours. So we know exactly what energy went into that tank. And then at the end of the month, that energy is accumulated and we work with all the energy retailers to facilitate putting a credit back for that amount of energy. Okay, because it's still reflected in the meter. Correct. So you have to know how much you got free so it could be discounted off the bill. Exactly. And the retailers are all supportive of this. Absolutely. Even though it means they lose income. Yeah, there's a real responsible, um, we've had a really positive response from the retailers. Um, I think everyone's been grown up over the last year about just how painful energy, um, the energy crisis has been. And there's a real willingness from the retailers to help. So SSE would have originally kicked off the project and they have credited the bills. We've now prepaid power doing it, um, Pinergy, Electric Ireland. They're all lining up to help out. So there's a a response from industry that is quite um, impressive. Now, the question is then, if there's a certain amount of power available because the wind is blowing in particular areas, it doesn't have to be blowing 
right across the country. It could be maybe off the south coast, could be off, um, the, you say, in the Irish Sea. There's a new uh, offshore uh, wind farm being built there. How do you distribute it? I mean, if you have more customers than perhaps uh, power... Yeah, that's not going to be a problem, Pat. Um, as we increase our wind farm deployment and we create more wind farms, um, offshore wind farms, the amount of energy that will be available at certain times will be astronomical. It'll be huge. But what's actually happening is Cluid residents, as Laura alluded to earlier on, they're now storm chasing. So we have residents <laughs> who actually realise that when there's a lot of wind energy, that's a good time to heat up your home or charge your hot water. And if you look forward in the future, as we were discussing with the minister, this is the future of the energy system. When we have lots of sun, lots of wind, people need to charge their cars, heat up their homes, heat up their hot water tank. And when we don't, we need to make sure that load's switched off. OK, so now this is a free system uh, under the Energy Cloud uh, programme. Uh, I, I suspect a lot of people listening and said, I'd love some of that. My bills are horrendous. I'd love a bit of credit too. So what's, how is it going to work in the broader market when all of this uh, wind power is installed and there will inevitably on some nights of the year be massive surpluses? Yeah, so um, I'd like to thank our colleagues in, and I should say colleagues have been great friends in Food Cloud, that they've trailblazed the way on how this could work. So Energy Cloud is about people in fuel poverty and helping people in fuel poverty. But I think as a country, as a nation, as a globe, we need to figure out how we do this going forward, Pat. What's the right way for our energy system? Because how do you determine uh, who is suffering from fuel poverty? I mean, people include some of them might have a decent income, others Mm. may have no income, uh, and that would apply right across the economy. So uh, how do you determine or do you do like the government has done 200 euros for everybody every so often? So you get free electricity every so often, a little bonus. Yeah, the good news is we have a stakeholder team sitting around the table that represent all of those folks and we will figure out what's the right way to do this. Um, It won't be me or it won't be Laura. We will Mm. figure out as a group and we're already working on that. So Airgrid, ESB um, are all part of that discussion on what's the right way to do this. Yeah, because obviously uh, there could be incentives for people to charge electric cars. You know, the technology Mm -hmm. is such that you could only divert it to electric cars. You know, because the electric car charger will have its own software and you can say, well, if you want to charge your car, you'll get it free tonight. That yes, kind of thing. Th- that's going to happen, Pat. So a lot of the energy retailers that I discussed, um, they will have commercial propositions. Um, I was just at a conference earlier on this morning and talking to a UK company and uh, that are doing this where they're charging cars at night time at a special rate for your car charger, for your hot water tank, that you get a special rate just for those flexible yeah. loads. So if you agree that that's when you're going to heat your water, charge your car, you get a special rate. Exactly. Yeah. So um, include, uh, I mean, 250 households benefiting from this. The rest will be ringing, you know. Definitely. No, there's great <laughs> excitement out there because, you know, as we start sort of discussing it and getting people more involved in it, we definitely have residents who want to get involved. And you alluded to it there, Pat, in terms of some have more money than others. Some people only have about 20 euro over the course of the month for their yeah. energy bills. So you can imagine if a cost of a, a hot water tank is around a euro, let's say, that means they can't have a hot water tank 10 days of the month. Or so. Yeah. so this is really important. We're really grateful for all the partners who've rode in on this. It's hugely important to our I residents. presume just for the record that Cluid bills, what, A-rated houses? We do, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're retrofitting as well to bring the, our older stock up to B 
as well. Of so we bills. are. So energy bills should be lower anyway, we hope. Yeah, that's it. We don't want. And that's why when you're saying trying to prioritise and roll these things out, it's important that everybody sees a benefit. So that's why the older stock, that's why we're trying to bring that up. But obviously the new is is a rated channel. Right. As I say, it's a good news story, no matter which way you parse it. Uh, Laura McDonnell, Head of Communications and Policy at Cluid Housing and Derek Roddy, co-founder of Energy Cloud. Uh, thank you very much for joining. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.